0: Hello there ladies and gentle dudes, welcome to probably the weirdest and most unconventional dialogical monologues on this side of the fifth dimension. You're in for a trip of the mind through seemingly opposing perspectives and experiences of a rambling slightly crazy yogi and his guests. Wait, 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 that crazy yogi is me, Mr. Combs. So get your banana onion smoothie ready and sit back. Or get yourself moving, and let the weird in me honor and bow to the weird in you. Welcome to Namas Weird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so um, I've, it, it's, really, it's really great because like I've always been... I know that acting is something that's close to my... Or rather, theater... Is something really close to my heart it's not really something that I would say i'm i follow on a on a regular basis or it's 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 as it's as real for me as it is for for you and for other people since it is part of your life and it is really your lifestyle but i mean it's it's close to me because I, like like I've said it's something that I've always believed that life is a stage in in you know and and life and we can never we're never really you know dealt. The role, or we never really, you never really get to ch- always choose the role that we play, but it's so much of what we, it's of how we play it, you know. And then becoming aware of how we we play our roles in, in 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 the different scenes of our life, and and being able to to get into a conversation with with you, someone who's really passionate about acting, and you're not like in the big screen, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it it feels more real. It feels more genuine because. For me, like theater, theater acting or the stage itself, really, um, it, for lack of a better term, it exaggerates exaggerates real life, you know. But it shares so much more of a story that a lot of people can really empathize with and and feel and feel compassion with, not just for the actor or for for the role or for the actor, but more so with themselves, you know, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's 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 so great. It's so great to to have this with you, to share with you. Another oh, thank moment. you. Another intimate moment. <laughs>
1: Stop insinuating <laughs> people.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, um yeah, cuz we're basically into an in, in an hour. When you said that um when you said a while ago about, you know, you had another podcast interview the other day and it went for more than an hour. I was like, okay, I think that's like a sign. Oh 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 oh. oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so- I
1: mean for one we never set a parameter on how long this discussion is going to be. That is- so and I, I always let my whenever I'm in a, uh I'm in a podcast guesting or whatever yeah. I mean I let things go with the flow. Yeah. And trust me when I say when I always speak my mind and I know you know that because yeah. I've been an outspoken person myself.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely I agree. <laughs> and and go and I guess you know before before anything else, I, just to acknowledge um, the topic that we initially jumped off from at the start, you know, which is like racial biases, which eventually evolved into preferential factions, which I, I really love that term. I really love that term. Preferential <laughs> factions. Wow. You know, I mean, I guess be, being able to voice out because it seems like voicing out or speaking up, you know, um, is, is such a prevalent thing. Uh, a prevalent oh, my God. In today's in today's happening or today's situation or today's scene that, you know, uh, we can actually uh, something that I've I've come to to recognize is when it comes to racial biases, I think it's there's nothing wrong with being biased in that sense. But I guess when we when we use it to to heighten or to romanticize ourselves and uh, before actually seeing the bigger picture, I think that's when racial biases become toxic in its own sense. I think it's because, I think this is
1: also the problem of being woke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get you, yeah.
1: No, no, no. Because, I mean, everyone has their freedom of expression, freedom of choice, freedom of speech. Mm. But one has to draw the line in the boundaries and in the context of respect. Mm. Because um, people tend to overbound uh yeah, to step bounds without respect.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and yeah, this has been a conversation that I have with a a black friend of mine because okay because they cannot say the n and nobody should be saying the n word because it's a matter of insult. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's not just a friend of mine. It's not just a, this is a conversation between me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a black friend of mine, and a Latino descent. Friend of mine because that let that, that, that it was we were just like literally sa labas <laughs> ng school, and then parang uh he ended up uh having asking uh asking permission to one of my friend to one of the the friends the black guy if it became a it became a conversation or like a, a topic when, so uh. I know I'm Latino. And then um cuz his parents are from uh Dominican his dad is from Dominican Republic and mm-hmm. his mom is from New is from Mexico, but they both emigrated and met here in the US mm-hmm. legally. And then um there was a point wherein so even though I'm half black, let's say. Right. Uh how can I? How can we draw a line wherein I can say the N word? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because yeah. because I know in between the black community they can say that freely, but yes. what if someone with uh, let's say a biracial or someone who is not black but who grew up in the black community? How would where is the how they can draw the line in? The liberty in having the liberty to to use the word the the n word,
0: right? Right, I agree. What would right? And
1: it, I mean, uh, I think it's and uh, the first for me, I was just listening and I was like, oh, this is a very interesting conversation because as a Filipino, we used it, we use it uh, loosely,
0: haphazardly, yeah,
1: haphazardly, and also because. We use the word "negro" very loosely in also so, and also in reference to our in direct reference to our Aitas, who are the darkest skin colored Filipinos who mm-hmm. are actually part of a tribe mm-hmm. and like what I said earlier in this earlier in this uh, episode, we're in the proximity of Filipinos who love being who loves to whiten their skin, yeah. So it it kind of it kind of brought to light on my attention, and oh okay, I want to know where this topic is going to go. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a friend, this does not echo the entire black community. Just a precaution, okay? Mm-hmm. Because this is what my black friend says, who grew up in Chicago, a very predominantly black community yes. in the projects, as I would say, in Chicago. And uh, he said, I understand where you're coming from. Although you don't look half black, you look more of a Latino than uh than being a biracial Mm. and then he said i actually and i understand because you grew up in the projects with around the black community and uh and you've you've grew up you've grown up using the n-word and with the precaution of especially you're trying to be more uh and he is trying to be respectful, especially they, they, they are in a different city compared to their hometowns. And then he said, I appreciate you ask respect and, and acknowledge the fact that you, are, you grew up around the black community saying the N-word very loosely. And what he said was, uh, we should put it in the context wherein it, it's being driven out of respect. And not out of insult, and this is just coming from one black person, not the entire community. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: Yes, I agree with you. I hear you.
1: And and this go and this dovetails about preferential factions because not every black person would agree to that. Mm, mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not it's not something that because every person has their own idea and has their own thoughts. And personally, for me, I was like, oh, I cannot use the excuse of being a Filipino and let's say I'm half Ita, I'm half Aita. Mm-hmm. I, cannot, I cannot use that excuse. Yes, of course. Because I am not that. But you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, you're not within think, the context. And especially saying the N-word and singing uh, trap and rap music, that loosely says, yeah. loosely drops the N-word. Right, And it, sometimes it tends, with the, if it's in the song, what, what my black friend said, I think it's okay, but it's best if not to say the word. Yeah. That's um, why most of the time, mm-hmm. most of the time they actually just not say it. A lot of people just not say it. Yeah, I, I get
0: you. I mean, uh, it's because it's like, at least here in the Philippines, something that I've noticed when, when people say the word it's just it's meant to be uh, for lack of better term it seems to have it seems to have evolved into a term of endearment for 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 friends you know what I mean and, and it gets misunderstood as if the, uh, I, I wouldn't really say that people are like people are using it to to, to be racist but I guess it, it, it's it's become a form of endearment just to say like as, as normal as saying pare or tol or bro or something like that you know but I guess it's because yes, and in some way people have I agree. forgotten that it does weigh it does weigh uh, a context or at least it weighs something heavy for other people and it, it's important to be responsible um, with, with how and consider it at least of how people or how we use the term around others especially if, if it is a term that uh, if it is when it is around Black people, you know.
1: I would agree. I would agree. Because uh... In my own observations, the way I see it is like, at least the ones that I know that are actually saying the words, they meant it as, uh, as a form of endearment, but the problem is, widely enough, it is the word, the N word, is being used as a derogatory term.
0: Yes, yes, and you can't just tell people that hey, I'm not using it to. To be racist, you know, it's just something that I use.
1: Exactly, because yeah. you cannot just justify. You cannot use that as a justification because the way it is connotated widely is very negative. Mm.
0: And I guess that goes back to, to what we were talking about uh, earlier in the podcast, where about being free. You know, because it's like yes, we are free and we are free to speak up. But I guess with with freedom, or freedom entails. Uh, a certain type of responsibility. Responsibility. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have the freedom to speak up. We do have the freedom to say what we wanted to speak our minds. But also within the same right, there is a certain responsibility that comes with it, especially when choosing to do something.
1: Actually, it's not just responsibility. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What people forget is being accountable. Ah. Uh... Yes, that's true. I mean, we may be responsible in different... We can use that word in very different sense, in a very different context, but if we are responsible, we should be accountable.
0: Accountable for the things that you say.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, look what happened recently with Nikon, and he used very anti-Semitic comments. <sighs> and, yeah, he got fired uh, at... He got fired with CBS and now he's been picked up by Fox. Mm. And then, but he took uh, accountability to himself that he realized that even though that he is among, in the community of, of, in the he belongs to the oppressed community, he is still accountable of whatever he is saying and whatever he puts out. Right. I mean, I think that's what, that's what is lacking to majority of the people cuz even i myself i'm i'm trying to i'm so work it's a working progress for me on being accountable on what i say on what i do i also and i appreciate my some of the people who calls me out or who check who keeps me in check because not all the time i can do that yeah. you know what i'm trying to say right right
0: cuz we're always jumping from one moment to the other and sometimes we're not Always so aware of what happens in, in that in that time, and the things that we say, uh-huh. and it it, it is a, it is a practice of of compassion or it is a practice of kindness when others actually also call us out. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute, and you're like, whoa. You know? I
1: think it's not just compassion, eh? It's uh, sensitivity. Sensitivity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then what I am literally annoyed at people saying, you're so sensitive. You're oversensitive. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you just don't know. You just don't know how to act. You just... People just don't have the right context and the right idea on how mm-hmm. to be accountable and how to be sensitive enough on the limitations and the scope right. and, and to the and and to their own boundaries. Yeah, I mean it's
0: it's also within that same right that it is a practice of self-awareness and uh, you know mm-hmm. and a reminder of course to be to be mindful of ourselves most especially with how we relate to our environment, you know. That, that that's so true. That's that's so fucking true. Wow. I
1: mean I mean that's why a lot of people are like saying eh po, ito ka naman eh ito yung mo before. I mean there is nothing wrong changing your position to for and for a and to a better sensical one but if because that's what you should be doing i mean you should further improve yourself but if you're doing that out of uh for the sake of being bandwagoning bandwagoning and just to save face and we're going to dovetail again between the Mm -hmm. post that i shared and sent in uh on sharing some tea is because right let's face it uh the privilege of socioeconomic class privilege we cannot we cannot uh neglect that aspect especially right now like what's happening in uh, the ABS cuz i know there's also memes or screenshots calling, coming out about angel Luxine is saying uh, even though She's an, She was not doing any projects with ABS-CBN pero nasa payroll pa rin siya compared dun sa 11,000 na nawalan ng trabaho. Hello, um, mm-hmm. every actor, every film or TV actor, if you are uh, part of the main cast or the main ensemble lead, mm-hmm. wherever an episode is, is or aired. a fil- a video is aired, you're going to get residue. Right, right. That's a passive income of an actor, but it's not big. Mm, mm, mm. And that's the problem of people being called out, and that's the another problem on that is a double-ended spear for. Oh God, <coughs> sorry. That's okay. <gasps> Whoa, Ooh. bless you.
0: Zoom tight. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah. excuse me. No worries. Go for it.
1: Again, that's the and that's a, a double-ended spear with regards to privilege, because. Mm. Um, these people, especially who are actors, are the priv- their privilege is their fame, mm,
0: mm, mm.
1: and it goes. I understand uh, Angel Locke's position because their privilege as having another form of income apart from being on payroll. Whenever you have a project, whenever you go on set, because may kontrata eh. Pero pag walang kontrata, but if you have a project airing, you get residuals. Unlike these people working in the crew and tech side, wala eh. That's true. Kikita lang sila pag may project sila. And that's also why, and that's the sad thing as mm-hmm. well, is because we have to ask ourselves, where do we draw the line with regards to, Setting up the context and setting up the boundaries and the limitations and what is valid and what is
0: not. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it is important to be able to 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 know that and to be able to to, to put that out there for for oneself. You because know, I guess in some way or another it allows us to, or it allows the person to to check in on themselves. If that makes sense.
1: Exactly. And also we have to go to the one of the biggest realities and one of the biggest commonalities and uh judgment or uh sayings as everyone would say. If someone would say, Oh the uh your profession is in the arts, I may aman ka kaya mong makar kaya mga e yung art kasi may pera ka hindi mm. naman lahat eh, yung industry art industry doesn't have money you don't easily get money in there let let's be real it is true mm. nobody and especially in my end as a Filipino here and, and as an international stud student here in the US people think that international students are privileged they don't understand the fact that uh uh the uh the hardships of International students have we go to and this echoes until the fact in the Philippines as well because I never I never have thought anything about on um, the hardships of international students in the Philippines as well and the mm. all I, the all the, the only thing I'm thinking oh they're privileged in there's because they have money mm. one and also two it's because they have when they get to the Philippines they have when they get to another country they have more freedom. And such, and they're more free, and they're the hell currency exchange must malaki probably. Uh, and you know what I'm trying to yeah, say, and I mean, because of their back, background and upbringing, kaya privilege sila.
0: We're going, we're going, privilege to, is yeah. not
1: also going to, does not always equate to
0: money and skin color, right? Right, and, and that's where we can see again another, uh, another form of racial bias in, in its own way. You know, exactly.
1: Go, yeah.
0: wow. Like I never, people here
1: and as an international, so people don't realize the hardships that we have to go through, because things uh, as for me as even though lala mga Pilipino dito that one of the things I don't when I got here I, and I knew that I don't want I I already had that mindset that I don't wanna really get into much. Ako kumaki sa mga sa mga Pilipino dito. Kasi mm. if they find out what am I doing here? Oh, nag-aaral ka dito? Yaman mo naman.
0: Mm. Alam mo, yun? But they don't realize
1: yeah. the, the sacrifices that I had to do that my parents and had to endure because firm eh, hindi dahil sa privilege ako. I'm pursuing and I, people think Gawa ng panganay ako. Yeah. nakapagtapos ako ng ganito, nakapag-aral ako sa Privilege School, katulad ako nag-aral. Yeah. Alam mo, people think it's because of that, but people don't realize that and what I had to to, uh, to put forward and I had to what I have to go through kasi I am I've clawed my way out in order for me to just prove to my parents that I am worthy, and that I am. I am cut it. I can. I can make it. Yeah. It took me four long years before I even moved to New
0: York. Yeah, yeah. You, you had to you had to do your work. You had to do the work and really put it out there before it, it happened or before you actually yeah. And then yeah.
1: And then the privilege of the Filipinos here, because they have because they legal residents, because their status nila is uh. Uh, green card, ganyan, sabi ko, excuse me, uh, so, ang sabi nila, mag-asawa ka lang dito para makaka-green card ka. <laughs> sabi ko, oh yes, I've heard that a lot and I, and even my dad said, mag-asawa ka dito para makakuha ka lang ng green card mo para mas madali. Ang sabi ko sa kanya, okay, are you ready to shell out $25,000? Oh my God! Ginanong oh ko God. siya. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, ginanong yeah. ko siya kasi sabi ko, Akala nyo, ganun lang kadali ang, Juan, ang dito. No, oh, I have to no. sell out $25,000 in, and in, and I have to maintain that $25,000 for the next two years. Kasi, ano yun eh? Is that like some kind Yan of dowry
0: or, or some, some...
1: It's a uh, collateral. It's
0: a collateral, okay. Okay, wow. Oh, that's crazy. I never knew that. Alright, wow. So, oh, yeah. It's not that simple after all, you know? So, how...
1: And tw- that $25,000 is cheap already. Oh, why?
0: Okay. okay. I know, right? That's a lot of, and money. and that's
1: what, yeah. It is a lot of money, okay, and people, okay. and people, and I told them I did not come here para maghanap na mapapangasawa. I came here to pursue my passion.
0: Yeah, that wasn't your intention in the first place.
1: And yeah, and I felt insulted because, ano, kaya mo sa akin na ako ng America para lang ano?
0: Matumakas or no. maghanap ng ano? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, para maghanap ng afam? No. <laughs> yeah. For sure. No, I am not. No, that's not what I'm doing here. I went mm-hmm. here to to pursue my passion, and you have no idea how much sacrifice I did. I gave up my growing career in the Philippines. I turned my back on being a lawyer wow. and all that. Yeah, and some of my teachers here are like literally being when I went here when they find out when they found out that I turned my back, yeah, being a lawyer, and they said. Then why the hell are you here? And I was <laughs> yeah, why did you even decide to be an actor? And you know how sometimes I would ask them,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, if you're a big shot Broadway director, then why the hell are you a
0: teacher? Oh Ooh. that is nice. That that's a good turnaround, right there. But yeah, I mean No, yeah, yeah, but, but I, mean, it's exactly- a, because
1: I I don't need to justify the reason yeah. why. I moved here to the US and pursue acting school and pursue to become an actor. Yeah. That's and the- if you think I'm only here for the fame, hell no. Mm-hmm. I've been clawing my way out and I've been pounding the pavement working harder than everyone mm. compared to, privil- to you guys because uh, I know I only have a certain amount of time in order for me to to get my artist visa in order for me to practice it fully.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're you're running on borrowed time, if if, if you know for your exactly, and and terms. guess what, I'm I'm the oddball out in the mm-hmm. school because I'm the
1: 24 year old who went into the when I entered the conservatory, and the people that I in, in the same class as me are just most of them are just just came out of high school. Wow,
0: you're technically the the the, uh, the oldest there.
1: One of the oldest one of the people, oldest. Wow. one of the eldest, yes. And guess what? Most of them are classically, are like well-trained and it's, no, it's no joke. Whoa. It's a conservatory, two-year conservatory program condensed from a bachelor's program of four years turned into two. Wow, that's intense, imagine,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. It
1: yeah. is intense. And imagine going to Magulat Kap when they see your classmates work. Some of them are classically trained in mm-hmm. ballet, classically mm-hmm. trained in opera, have been act- act- act as a competitive dancer, right. and all that. And it came from performing at arts, arts high school. And I and there's me in, I just... I'm yeah. just me. I mean, just you. I turned our back from being in law school and then I was like, uh, what? You know what? I don't know. Yeah. That's was my biggest insecurity and I had to double down on my training because... That's why people. I don't know if you recall on the early, like a few years ago and, and when baguhan when I just recently moved to the US. pinayat. Yeah, you you, you kind of went through something. You went. Through I
0: something. did
1: went in. I went I went through something yeah. like. I abused myself so much just because of that insecurity.
0: The adjustment period, if at anything.
1: It's not just an adjustment period. I was so bad at myself. I was pushing myself too hard, and then, that I had to look a certain way, I had to be in a certain weight, I had, yeah, I had to, I had that kind of, that biggest insecurity for me and I had to fight for everything, and I had to prove myself even further because mm. yung mga kasabayan mo, pang ina, uh, grabe yung, alam mo yun, right. classically trained opera, right. classically trained in ballet, I never had that formal training even though I've been a theater kid, you know what I'm yeah. trying to say.
0: it's different. It's different. Yeah, you know, the formal training and and, and the, the experience itself, it, it's different. I mean, uh, it, the formal training would, you know, gives you an edge in its own way. But I guess in, in, not only that, yeah. and also your teachers are like classically
1: trained opera singers, like Broadway actors, directors, right. choreographers. Right. I mean the. the my may intimidate yeah. yes of course it's like whoa
0: underdog in a in a big or like a small fish in a big pond type of i dog. am i am mm.
1: literally i am but i guess this is
0: my question for for you right now like with everything that that's happened are you happy
1: i am Good. i am
0: happy yeah that's, that's because important.
1: it was it, it was a tough it was a tough it was a tough journey for that one year, that's 16 months of the conservatory program. Kasi non-stop ako, bro. Yeah. So ko wala akong tigil. Hindi ako ng Pilip- Never pa ako Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh. yeah. You haven't. Non-stop yung ano ko, bro. And I have to continuously prove myself. Especially, people think for, about Filipinos, we're, great, we're the land of great singers. And, boy, <laughs> I thought I'm one of the worst. I can I'm even having a hard time. I have to work twice or three times as hard in order for me just to learn the harmony.
0: Whoa. Yes. Whoa. But hey, it's, it's paying off. It's doing. I hope so.
1: I'm sure. I mean, I, mean I, I I, thought, actually looking back, because of what you said that it's paying, I always say I hope so. Mm. But then some of my friends, even going back to my, to the last podcast interview I did a few months ago, yeah. uh, he said, you know out of all my actor friends that I've seen you're the most adaptable you're the one that is mostly adapted that's, especially right now in covid I think
0: I think that's because you said that adaptability I think that is one thing that highlights the filipino uh you know that highlights the filipino you know and i guess also other cultures and races that have undergone like strong oppression is that we are highly adaptable you know i, I mean within my own within my own um Observations: Filipinos are highly adaptable. Or is a highly adaptable, or a highly adaptable people. Like no matter what situation you put us in, we will adapt. You know? Exactly,
1: I would say that because we're also resilient. Yes,
0: yes. And definitely. I've
1: been in chat and been checking with some of my friends from the Conservatory of the People. I've worked with. How are you? It was like, and then some of the like I've been in. I've been friends with. Uh, a big uh, a, a Broadway veteran who had eight Broadway show actually nine Broadway shows yeah. and she was like oh, how are you I was like I know I remember you and we became in contact we've been messaging each other on Instagram right and it was like yeah I've been busy it's like what are you doing right now it's like I'm just reviewing some scripts and you know what good luck good for you you're doing a job <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone is not yeah, and I'm I'm actually also doing I'm just reviewing scripts and submitting myself, but I am not employed like you as a in terms of the arts. Right. It was a like, good job for you, and unlike for and then when I'm checking some of my friends, you know what you are like whenever I bump them into different with when whenever we see each other in different. I would like, how are you doing? It's like, and I always say, sometimes I get it, the reason why some of my teachers will tell I'm a whiner mm-hmm. and uh. I think that's the only time this is the only time that I've become I realized why I always say that because even though I'm in the great position, I always whine <laughs> instead of being grateful. Mm. And I admit to that and I, I actually saw that I finally realized that what that means. And mm-hmm. that's why whatever I do, I'm being grateful of the things that I've been doing. Because even some of my international friends and some of the my local American friends are saying, like, you know what you're doing more than what everyone is doing yeah. and you're actually doing work and you're actually, you're the one who keeps, who keeps on working nonstop. You're the one who keeps on getting booked yeah. with cabaret shows, getting booked with projects, getting bo- you're booking shows. You're going to auditions every damn day yeah. Yeah. and every damn and getting callbacks and all of these things. And I'm telling you, I, I myself, am a hard worker, but I can, and then a lot of my friends have been saying that. And I was like, there, I'm not the type of person who knows how to accept compliments. I get you, and mm. and I'm still learning how to accept that. And but looking back, and I think mm-hmm. I'm slowly taking pride of mm. how of how I am right now, and I'm using that as uh to amplify myself further to keep on going yes. because oh my god looking at my friends i don't know what they're doing they're doing their survival jobs so while i am actually rehearsing for a show while i'm actually auditioning and then what people for, who don't realize though is the hard work and the things that i have to undergo through i am not one i am not i don't have a i don't always have a survival job that allows mm-hmm. me to earn an income I most of the time I ask parents to send me money, and I'm lucky because they're willing. I am privileged to have them, and sometimes obligado sila, <laughs> no obliga sila, kahit hindi naman sa willing. Yeah. And then I'm, and I knew, I knew, I promised that that starting 2020, I'm slowly getting on my feet. Yeah, like I just paid my own rent. Nice, for, good job. For the two months worth of rent. Mm. For the first time on my Good own. Good
0: job, man. Congratulations. That's achievement. That's yeah, and
1: I was... I mean, here in the U.S. Yeah, huh? exactly. And in, in the, and in
0: New York. Not just in the U.S., but also in oh. New York.
1: Man. Just My, I'm, I'm paying $900 a month and I only have a room. Damn, dude. And I'm sharing the entire apartment with a family. I'm paying month to month Damn. in this room that I'm occupying, and that's nine hundred dollars, man. Damn,
0: dude, but good. Job. And I'm sharing the
1: bathroom and the kitchen. But either way, like,
0: good job on being able to pay for your, for the next two months, man. Damn, that's really good. No,
1: that's just a backlog. Well, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, but still, either way, that's.
1: And then because of COVID, nobody has any income. Right,
0: but still, I mean, you know, that's, so para... that's something. That's something. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then I'm I'm lucky because the the reason why I was able to pay that is because the the jobs that I've been doing right now, especially yung creative director and being a talent, I was able to use that and I was able to pr- to make it as a, an actual living. Mm-hmm. And unlike to other people that I, they have to do waiting jobs, they have to do odd jobs in order for them to do that. Although I am doing some odd jobs, yeah, but. That's just... I'm only doing it twice a week. Right, right. And I was like... Just because I want... I needed more income. But... What I'm earning now is more than enough than I should be doing. But at least... Looking into... Where I was... Like before, it's... I'm really struggling. Like I've been... I I barely... I don't... I literally am sacrificing getting an income. I'd rather not go to an odd job just for me to get an income because I have to go to an audition. And those are the sacrifices I have to do. And sometimes, I don't eat regularly. I sometimes eat every other day just to save money for me to, for me to to print my headshots mm. or
0: to at least, or to go on a, to another audition. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? And, and this is something that you're willing to do. It's not as if it's something that you're, well, in some way or another, I guess you you have to do it. But it's not as if it's something that's too heavy on you, you know? No,
1: it is heavy. Oh,
0: okay.
1: People think it's not heavy. It is a heavy thing to do because a lot of actor actors uh, fall down like flies. Oh, yeah. But what, I guess what, I'm trying, to, one by what one. I'm trying
0: to say is this is something that you're willing to go through no matter the circumstance. You know, this is because it's something that you it's want. It's not
1: just big. Be- it is. And it's not just because I'm more than willing. It's because I have to. When I finally convinced my parents and when I got accepted to the conservatory, mm-hmm. I really promised myself and my family na hindi eh, ito na talaga yung gagawin ko eh. Because before everything else, I was already in plan and like one year after I graduated from CSP, mm-hmm. from my degree, mm-hmm. I literally. Uh, by the way, if, if anyone's curious, I graduated with a so consular affairs. in diplomatic affairs, yeah. and uh, and I take pride myself. I'm a three-time position paper awardee, both locally and internationally. Good job.
0: Good job. Talk about. Anyway, yeah, dude. Nice one. Sorry, I flex. didn't have to flex. That's a great flex, man. That's a great flex. Good job. Yeah, that. and I'm already.
1: Uh, and I was already being. I was already in the road to actually pursue my masters because. Before everything else, let me po- let me take you back to twenty fifteen in. i was I, I did not work in the government immediately. I never had a public service career immediately. Yeah. I literally worked in uh uh back end job back office job right. and then uh I was literally jumping from one company to another when I decided okay because I really wanted to take my master's but then it's best. And then one of the things I realized when I was looking into, if you want to go master's, you have to go to the field that you're currently working on because True. it's going to help you further. True. I agree. And that's why I applied for HALT International Business School because mm-hmm. I was in the corporate field. Mm-hmm. I applied for Master's of Social Entrepreneurship and then they, made, they merged that program to the Master of International Business. Mm-hmm. So basically a double master's major wow, in one program. Yeah, and it's only for one year, Damn. for twelve months.
0: Damn. That's a lot of yeah. And then,
1: it is. It is. And then it like literally, uh, for, we had a company outing around like September, yeah. and then that day I saw an audition for uh happening in a uh, worldwide audition happening in Intercon, which is wala Na ayon. Yeah. That's and then yeah. I said. And then I said, okay, I'll go to the intercourse. I'll go to audition. Mawaw- Wala audition lang naman. Try lang naman. Then you I literally did not prepare anything at all to that audition. Yeah. And then only to the commercial lang na si- What we call sides. Like a script that we have to prepare mm-hmm. and to deliver in front of the panel or anyone. And then you got and it. And there. No, uh, you know what's funny? They gave me a call back to come to the next day. Mm-hmm. And then, yung mga kasabayad ko nag-audition, they prepared a song, a dance number, a, a monologue. Parang ako, si Kaputo. <laughs> wala akong... Wala akong pre ne pair. Oo, only the one that they asked, right. the one that they provided. And then habang ako na pila nagahanap na ako ng instrumental track sa phone ko, yeah. nagahanap na ako ng kanta na pwede kong isayaw kahit mag freestyle na lang ako para lang may magawa ako. Alam mo yon. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up singing Jealous by Nick Jonas, kasi katanya.
0: Well, at least. So what happened? Yeah, like, did you Did you get it?
1: I was so bad at singing. My dance is so bad. They gave me a call back to come into the next day. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then after the call back,
1: and then I went to the call back. But you know what's funny? That night of the after that first rounds of audition, before uh, when they gave me a call back, I went home that night, like literally preparing for everything uh-huh. for the next day. And then I got an email from of my acceptance letter for the masters program. Oh. So, and then my parents found out because it was also addressed to them. Okay. Kasi sinend lang via email, yung PDF. Okay. And then my parents were asking, oh, your acceptance letter for your master's program is here na. Wag ka pumunta tomorrow okay. for the callback. And I was like, um... Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I, for me, I was like, I haven't done performing since I left high school. Mm. And that was the only condition for me. No extracurriculars when you go to high school. Mm-hmm. And the extracurricular I did, I was able to get away. is because Model UN It's very uh, relevant to my major. Right. So I was like, okay, this is the only extracurricular I'll be able to do. Fine. So I forgot all... I literally left dancing, acting, and singing all together. And then uh, when that opportunity came, I literally have to think it over. Because sabi ko. Either the, the callback or, or the, the acceptance, the masters, and I told my parents that it's just a callback, who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. Let's just go, all right. All and right. then, when the callback day came, and then I was already prepared and see whatever and just go with let's just get through it because and it's not, might as well just do it, mm-hmm. and then. Before I even started preparing, about to set up myself for the monologue I memorized the night before, the song that I prepared for the night before, mm-hmm. the dance I prepared for the night before. Even if na kami inobliga, I prepare just in case they ask. Yeah. And I was told that I am one of the 18 people, the, actually I'm one of the 30 people they were considering to go to LA four months later at the start of 2016. Oh!
0: But you couldn't... But... Yeah. And,
1: and then, uh, what's funny is out of 13 18 18 18. Yeah. They still cut some people. That's good. So I said, oh my God. And at that time, and my dad is now is already looking at me. I was like, so what is your plan? Because we have to shell out money, of course. Yes, of course. Definitely. So what is... What's your plan? you already have your master your master's acceptance letter just arrived i literally had to think it over and i had to be in the moment because we have to start processing everything already mm. and then for me sabi ko that's cool i can always go to school anytime plus you already i already have my bachelor's it's masters i can go to masters anytime, anytime i mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. so i said okay so if you're choosing this no masters <laughs> like okay <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Okay. I it's, no, I ha, actually it was. Oh, it was. Okay. Because dude, they're already vested to go to Masters. Ah, uh, okay. I mean
0: for you at least. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It was the same
1: thing. It is still a big yeah. thing for me because I am the one who initiated the plan for Masters uh, yeah. and everything. That's why when I going fast forward when I really told my parents that I really wanted to pursue acting and performing arts and being in this entertainment industry mm. It took me a while. It took me four years before I even was able to move here. Because I've been jumping from one industry do to nothing. another. I keep in changing my mind. Yes, of course. Yeah. I had to,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. to prove them. Yeah. And in order for me to do that, and in order for me to move here today, is for me to study hmm. performing arts. At this point in time, though, like no regrets. No regrets, because that for the past, though I think that four years took me in a journey that prepared me to be the person that I needed before I went to um, the Before the uh, went to the conservatory. I think I needed that forty four years, four year journey for me to find myself more and gain for more. Sure. I'm going to experience before I bear myself out for in front sure. of my colleagues. For sure.
0: Everybody needs a time to prepare for, for when they're ready to, to step out and be who they are as they say, right? I'm
1: gonna tell you right now, there's no semester that I didn't cry. Oh my God. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the biggest ones is, I think actually it happened twice with one song. Because mm-hmm. I'm a musical theater program major.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, like literally two months since I moved, to New York. My maternal grandmother died. Oh wow. Okay. Endi ako makauwi eh lahat halos ilan sa mga apo niya hina sa lab, labas ng bansa. Alam mo yon? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh wow. And then yung kapatid ko yung sumunod sa akin, kalilipad lang nito to Korea for an exchange program mm-hmm. for 6 months. So hindi rin siya makauwi. Oh wow. Oh wow. So... Oh oh ilan coming magitin ng sa ngwala sa Pilipinas. So it was oh, it took a toll on me mm. as well because at that time oh mapaglaro ang panahon you know why mm. Mm. because I was sing I was given the song Proud of Your Boy from Aladdin. Oh my
0: god <laughs>
1: And that was my audition song for MDO So I was been singing that song for a while oh god. and then and then literally the next day, actually, the, I found out the night before I was in my compositions class, songwriting class. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, when I found yeah. it,
1: and then the next day it's a music. Next morning is a musical theater class. I was already having that pure intention not to go because, I don't know. But then I was like, wait a second, mm. wait a second. It's proud of your boy. I know I don't want to miss class. I just rather go through with it and yeah. power through. Yeah. And then I got called to to workshop the song. Yeah. I had to, like, literally for the prologue, palang was like, Riff Raff Street Rats, I don't buy that. If only they look closer, would they see a poor boy? No, sorry. I I was able to get through that prologue. They find out there's so much more to me. But as soon as the first verse of Proud of Your Boy, I was already like, because the first words are, proud of you, boy oh my god i had to stop and go do it again because i can't take it oh, um, yeah, yeah, na ko. Yeah, yeah. and then sabi ko, I, i'm sorry let me just i can't are you okay she's so like yes yes i'm just like i wasn't saying anything mm. and then I, although i've mentioned to my teacher and i uh, have like i was already having the intention of not to go to class because my grandmother just died and you know what mm. just power through it galulang lang siya. Dude. And then literally, yeah. I had to. I was like, okay, and dito na ako and workshopping it. I just bear it all. I was literally bawling my eyes out oh my while god. I'm singing the song, like I didn't care about how I sound. Yeah. I was like, talaga
0: ako. Oh my god! Wow.
1: And you know what's funny? Mm. Kasi na lola ko like 1 a.m Manila time. Right. My class is 1 p.m. Oh, at 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. That musical theater class, and I literally was up there like about around 1 a 1 pm. So I felt eh, it was a very gloomy day. Oh, wow. And then it suddenly became sunny when I was singing it. Oh, wow. I felt the warmth. Oh, wow. I was like literally. Talaga ako kasi... Dude,
0: I can feel the goosebumps, man. Like how how powerful your story is. Wow. It it was
1: a bit. it was a, a very emotional thing for me. And then uh, I was like, normally after you finish your song, yeah. the teacher would like uh, give you notes or whatever. Yeah, It was all silent. Mm. Kasi humakagulgul pa rin ako, hindi ako Al, matig- paluhod na ako sa gitna ng studio. Wow. Like, literally, it's like, hindi ko uh, One of my best friends have to console me. And then, I was like, no one minute total silence. Mm. And some of my friends are even crying inside the class. I was like, and i i didn't listen to whatever i just walked out of the room yeah you,
0: you needed that release hindi
1: uh, na ako nagpaalam hindi na ako yeah. nagpaalam ibutol yeah. yeah. na lang iyosi ko nasa bolsa ko nasa baso ko ng campus nagyosi ako sa labas yeah. like literally tumakbo ko and walang kumabol. mabol and then five, late, five minutes later after ko magyosi bumalik ako sa class i'm so pero nag-apologize ako na mm. so what did i miss normally kasi may susunod na mag workshop yeah. Actually, we're just starting the workshop. It's like, why? What happened? It's like, no, it was just dead silence since you walk out. Because uh, it, it felt so real. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Your emotion, it, it was the realest and the most vulnerable we've seen you. And we are also crying. Because uh, we don't know what happened. Wow. So they were quote-unquote captivated about it. I was like, and then I shared the story to the class that my maternal grandmother just died oh, wow. about 24 hours ago, sabi ko. And then parang also that's why there's a sun coming out out of the blue. Pero so, sabi ko, <laughs> wait lang. Shabayo, lola, iko ba yan? <laughs> oh, oh, and that's yeah. why I was so I was so like um, nervous tackling that song again. Mm. And then second semester, I cried out of the blue because. Uh, so, pinagdaan, I, parang alam mo yung sobrang stress ko. I had to like stop kasi, syempre, I was trying to cope up with myself. Right. I'm losing weight. Right. Alam mo yung, and changes that I had to I I cried out of the blue. Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah, then yeah.
1: Uh, third semester I cried because of intensity of the class. Mm. And nang And then fourth semester happened, wherein it was my panel night and we're finally having like. Uh, finalizing the songs that we should be showcasing ourselves in front of the panel, which consists of agents, managers, yeah. choreographers, and such. And then they gave me that song again. I, I tinago ko talaga yung Proud of Your Boy I I never sang Proud of Your Boy again since that time yeah. na since I finished that class. Because I know that the impact of that song to me. Yeah, yeah. And then literally, my teacher said, no I don't know if you know the song Proud of her, actually it's in my book. Mm. that's my audition song. It's and That's that my first semester song. Why are you not bringing that song out? I want to hear it then boom and I was like and yeah, and I explained why, okay, let's see let's just just sing it. Mm. I felt my eyes welling up as I haven't sang that song in a while because of the impact of that song, and then I was like, I had to stop, mm. and I was just like. Loki, I was not exerting any effort because ng because of how it impacted me. Yeah. And then when we workshopped it into the class, my teacher wanted, I don't know if you know Casey Levy. No, no. She's Elsa on Broadway. Oh.
0: Wow, yeah, no, I don't, but wow. She's an
1: alumni in my she's an alumni of my school. Wow. And guess who's my teacher at that time? Who? Her husband. <laughs>
0: okay, that's so trippy. I know, right? Wow. So I was like,
1: and yeah, I was like, and he said, I was like, we were workshopping it in the class and he wants me to bear it all out again. I said, it's emotionally exhausting. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to that place anymore. But then I sang it again
0: and yo, I was bawling my
1: eyes out.
0: Dude, it still hit you. It It did, it did.
1: And when I, the last cabaret show I did at the Laurie Beachman Theater, it's an off Broadway cabaret mm-hmm. event, I sang that song again and I was about to cry when I was singing that song in front of a lot of people. Mm. And I, I like, was really trying my best not to cry, but I was explaining, sharing the story of why I don't want to sing this song. And you
0: still did it. But
1: then. The, I still sure did it because you know line up, you eh. know, ko, hindi mag
0: ang galeng, ang galeng. I mean, it, it's so awesome that you still went through it in spite of what, in spite of the impact it has, and I guess it. I mean, it, it fits you. It fits you. The song really fits you, because after everything, I'm proud of your boy. yeah, man. After everything, I'm, you, I'm proud of your boy. After everything that that you went through, like from 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 where you began your. And then being a theater boy ever since, you know, I ended up to where you are right now, I'm sure. like It was an anthem for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. A ballad. I mean. an yeah, dude, exactly. And, and, and that's fucking awesome. Literally, the words
1: are, Believe me, better as I've been, Ma, you're in for a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I've wasted time. I've wasted me. So say I'm so for my age, a late bloomer. Okay, I agree. But then one riding kid, some sun, some pride, and some joy. Well, I'll get over these loud enough, messing up, throwing up times. You'll see, but now comes a better part. Someone's gonna make good, cross his stupid heart. Make good and finally make you proud of your boy. Oh, right? nice one. Dude, like oh my the
0: god. Lyrics oh right? Okay, because we're we're in one we're in a hundred and fifteen oh minutes into to the podcast and, and I'm actually and it just hit me like after you sang that whole part, I'm like, wow, that's it, that's the best way to to end this two hours. I mean, you know, to, to cap this to cap this 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 episode. Wow. Well in, in in perspective, it's like I guess, you know, since it's an anthem for you, you're also singing it to yourself, you know, and I guess that's also your grandmother in, in its own, in her own way singing through you, right?
1: Not only that, it's also a personalization because
0: yeah. I was I was asked why do you
1: always have to prove anything? Like every why do you always feel like why do you always seem like you have to prove everything? And then why does it... And the another question that falls is, mm-hmm. why does it feel like you always have a chip on your shoulder? Mm. Maybe because, I, one, again, with tying to the song, yes, I want my mom to be proud of me. And the lyrics itself, like, saying, like, I guess I, I may be slow for my age, where the people in my age are already, like, what? Bar passers, doctors, or engineers, or been as successful in their... Chosen careers, yeah. and I'm still starting. And then I may be a late bloomer in this, uh, career. In this career, but I do agree. But I'm because I'm still starting. Because uh, one, I am really a rotten kid. i mean, <laughs> your son. Your, I hope I'm your pride and your joy at sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that, uh, I'll get over these lousing up, messing up and times. Like, literally, the lyrics is my life story. Wow.
0: Really awesome. Like literally yeah.
1: the second verse that comes to the after the first chorus like the, there here goes the chip of the shoulder we're in. Tell me that I've been a louse and a loafer you won't get a fight here no ma'am. Mm-hmm. Say I'm a gopher like a goof off, no good but that couldn't be all that I am. Mm-hmm. Water falls under the bridge let it pass let it go. There's no good reason that you should believe me not yet. I know but Someday and soon, I'll make you proud of your boy. Well, I'll get over these lousing up, messing up, screwing up times. Nice. You'll see, man, now comes the better part. Someone's gonna make good, cross his stupid heart, make good, and finally make you
0: proud of your boy. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You basically finished the song now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, yeah, I mean, before we actually run out of time, we might as well just catch we just might as well just catch it. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for, for being here, for for being part of of the podcast. Uh, you know, and, and thank you for being as weird as or for be, for being proud of your weirdness. You know, I am always exactly. Weird. Thank you. Thank you for sharing and burying yourself. I, I mean, thank you, you for it. allowing me to
1: be part of your podcast. And it's actually for us to reconnect because we yeah. haven't seen each other yep.
0: in a while. Yep, I agree. I mean, you said the other day. I never you're... had a proper
1: goodbye as well for you. Then I moved out. Yeah, well, this is it.
0: <laughs> it's, never, <laughs> it's never a goodbye. Just see you soon. In
1: essence. It's been a long day without you, my friend. <laughs> Never mind. <that. laughs> all right. And I'll tell you all about it when i see you again. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. right. All right, man. That was really great, though. I mean, thank you for sharing your insights. Thank you for sharing your story, most especially. And thank you for sharing your voice. Wow.
1: Oh, my God. I feel like I'm undersinging it. No.
0: Well... Maybe uh, to you, maybe, but you know, I guess for me and for for the other listeners, it's something worth checking out. You're something worth checking out. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so.
0: Hey man, you have. Thank you. You have. You have a lot. You have a lot to offer this world, and please keep going. You know, your your resilience and your talent, and wow, your heart is something special. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, dude, let's catch up again soon. And again, thank you for joining for joining us here at Namas Weird. And you know, like what we always say here, the weird in me honors and bows to the weird in you.
1: Oh, that's a nice, really nice uh, tagline. <laughs> thank
0: you. All right, Francis. Thank you so much. Hey. God, I just really love Francis so much. Yeah, you know, that was a really, really insightful conversation, and that was. A really awesome two hours of yeah honesty <laughs> you know and i'm so grateful that francis um came on board and shared his insight with everything that that's happening with him and what's happening in his part of the world you know and of course with his part of the fifth dimension <laughs> you know so to francis thank you again so much for being on the show and to everyone listening please do comment Send your reactions, or violent reactions even, you know, to our social media pages. And um, yeah, just enjoy your, your day, and your next week, and your next month. And until the next show, this is Mr. Cums, signing out. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Trust your journey was a crazy and eye opening one. Either way, please do shoot us a message by clicking the link in the podcast description to our social media accounts. All comments, feedbacks, violent reactions, and suggestions are most welcome. Also, if you want to be a guest on the show or share your music for Namaste Tunes, then please, please do let us know through there as well. Please remember to like or follow us and share the love as well. With that, Always remember to honor and bow to the weird in yourself and in others. Much love, always and always. Namas weird.